Welcome to episode 175 of A Single Mom's Journey. Thanks for dropping by. So end of day six for 75 hard and I am still tired today because I had trouble sleeping last night even though I was tired. Do you ever have one of those nights where you're like, you know you're so tired but your body just won't let you go to sleep and so you lay there for hours? That was me last night. So um, I was tired again this morning and when my alarm went off at 3.15, I turned it off and let my second alarm go off and I just woke up, got ready for work and logged in. So I did not get a morning workout in. I instead did my first workout after work and then I had to wait three hours and I did my second workout, my outdoor workout in the dark. If you saw my IG stories, if you follow my IG, you saw um, that I was out in the dark with my headlamp on that I use for hiking and um, just, you know, to be on the safe side to make sure that if there are any cars on the road that they at least had some forewarning that I was on the side of the road taking my walk. But in our neighborhood, it's pretty quiet. The streets are pretty wide, so um, it wasn't an issue. But yeah, I had to shift my work out around and I had to push my second workout further out because my daughter dropped by and she wanted to sit on the couch and chat just about whatever and when my kids want to chat and they're young adults so when they want to chat of course I'm going to put whatever I have down and focus on them and uh, what they want to talk about. They have my undivided attention because they are my priority in life. So that's why I ended up walking in the dark this evening. So it's okay though. Like I said, they're, they're, they're my reason for being. So um, I adore them both. But a um, topic I wanted to talk about today was something that's been kind of on the edge of my mind since I talked to a friend of mine last week. And she had alluded to the fact that she had just gone to the doctor and done a food allergy panel. She is in her 40s and actually no, she's in her late 30s and um, she had a food panel done, a food sensitivity panel done. And I'm just thinking of food sensitivities in general and how um, it used to not be a huge deal, um, but in like, I noticed more emphasis uh, was put on it um, starting in the late 1990s, uh, more awareness of just basic food allergies like to milk and to peanuts, but it wasn't like widespread yet. It was just here and there. And when I was on a project, um, there was a gal, it was like, I believe it was 1998. Um, I was on a project with this girl. Um, there were like 200 people on this project. So it was a huge team. And there was this one girl who was on my side of the building and we used to all go out to lunch together often. And I found out that she had suddenly developed an um, allergic reaction like to bread, bread products, baked products. And so she could no longer have like pasta and, you know, bread, Italian bread or anything like that. So um, that was my first realization that food sensitivities can develop as we get older and of course as time went on more um, 
allergies came to light and became more um, well-known and widespread. Um, kids with peanut allergies that developed into, you know, no peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at school, if you know, um, because the oils linger on things and it made for huge changes in not just schools, but like airline industry and, and things like that. Um, when I was young, I never liked milk. I thought it was because of the taste of it and come to find out as an adult, um, that I had a sensitivity to it. It always made my stomach kind of churn and it was just like, ugh, yeah, I just, you know, I didn't equate it really uh, when I was young because, you know, who knows about that stuff when you're little. But as a young adult, I realized that I had a sensitivity to it and that's why I didn't like to buy the foo-foo drinks at Starbucks um, because it always made my stomach feel icky. And come to find out, um, as time went on, that there are a lot of people of Asian descent who are sensitive to milk products, um, just genetically, or made that way. And I'm one of those people who is sensitive to it. So that's why I like to drink, um, now I like to drink almond milk. I had a period where I drank soy milk, um, but now I hear there's like, all these other coconut milk I also enjoy. Um, I haven't had any oat milk yet, but my daughter was just telling me how she enjoys oat milk, and I'm like, great. Um, so we, she drinks oat, I drink almond, my son drinks regular um, 2% milk. <laughs> so we have three different kinds. Um, but yeah, so I realized I was sensitive to dairy, but the thing is, it's milk, in its basic format that I'm really sensitive to when um, milk is in like uh, cheese or yogurt where it's more processed, I'm not as um, reactive to it. Um, of course, with those things, I don't eat a whole ton of it, uh, but uh, I can tolerate them better. My system can tolerate it better. Um, because who does not want a grilled cheese sandwich or a quesadilla? Come on, with that ooey-gooey cheese. Yeah, I, I'm okay with those products, but milk straight, I can't do. And within the last five years, I realized that for me, bread, I love bread, like nobody's business. But bread products don't love me. They make me bloat, like bloat. My, you can tell my stomach gets all big and, you know, just bloated. My digestive system just reacts to it. And so um, that's why on 75 Hard, my big thing is to not have bread products, man-made bread products for 75 days. And I know that I feel better. And just getting my carbs from natural things like vegetables and focusing just on um my main sources are white potatoes, red potatoes, meaning, you know, yams and sweet potatoes, and then also just plain white rice. Um, I, I could probably do, what is it, quinoa and stuff like that, but I haven't 
gotten that kind of stuff. I just want to keep it simple. And so it's white rice and potatoes are my huge carb um, intake uh, items. But people are like, well, if you're doing potatoes, why don't you eat French fries, um, frozen French fries? And I'm like, well, because frozen French fries, usually those are prepared a certain way. And sometimes they have other things. Um, like there's a frozen bag of French fries in my refrigerator, my freezer right now. And I did look at the ingredients and they're seasoned fries. And there is a bit of flour that's been put on them. So I'm like, well, that's a wheat, um, a gluten thing. So of course, nope, I'm not going to have the French fries. So, but I would do make, you know, my own French fries. I'll just cut up the potatoes really thin and then spray them and maybe season them with a little bit of salt and pepper, um, or even uh, garlic powder. And that's a good, um, thing for me. So if you're like me and you've had reactions like bloating or an upset stomach or, you know, basically your digestive system being irritated by specific foods that you think uh, could be a trigger, try to eliminate those trigger items from your diet for a week or two and see how you feel. If your bloating goes down naturally if your digestive digestive system seems to have settled down into a nice, you know, um, natural state where it's not reacting, um, maybe you can do it on your own that way, or go in and get a food sensitivity panel from an actual doctor and get an actual diagnosis. But like for me, I just eliminated foods and figured what made me feel icky. And that was the cheapest way to do it. Um, and, you know, I got used to not drinking milk because there are options. There's almond milk, like I said, soy milk, now oat milk, coconut milk. Um, there's lactose-free milk because um, that's what my sister drinks. She, she drinks the lactose uh, milk because she said that's the most like regular milk. Um, but I'm fine with almond and, um, for bread, like I said, I just, you know, um, have rice and potatoes and for the noodles, like I made spaghetti the other day and I used, um, the, the rice noodles for mine for one day. And then for another day I used zoodles, zucchini noodles, and that was fine. There are options. Um, if you truly do miss certain things, um, but if you're allergic to a lot of things, oh, I feel for you. I so feel for you because that eliminates a lot of things from your, um, eating plan. If you're sensitive to a lot of things, like my friend, um, turns out she's sensitive to practically everything, but air, oh my goodness. So she's going to have to start introducing things back into her system slowly. And like, like when, uh, we were, um, first parents, when you, uh, started feeding food for the first time to your babies, they told you start with one vegetable and see how they do for like four or five days. Then introduce a second vegetable, see how they do, you know, just like that. Um, and that's kind of like figuring out what your system is sensitive to. So anyways, I've rambled on enough for now, guys. Um, I will catch you again tomorrow. All right. Talk to you soon.